And we're live. Hello, and thanks for tuning in. This is the Superboss Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Harrison No, and I'm joined by Ian Eatwell. Hey, how's it going? And Luke Tran. Hello. And we talk about what's going on in the nerd world, ranging from movies, comics, to video games. If you're a new listener, we'll start by talking about what we've been up to lately or any cool news that we've heard before jumping into our main topic, which is essentially just video game reviews. So, because Last of Us dropped last week, so we're just, that's like, its own thing in itself we'll jump into but for now what's up guys you've been up to huh, huh uh so i just bought oxygen not included on steam and that is eating up my life uh it's the same people who did don't starve and don't starve together if you guys are familiar with that game franchise but mm. uh oxygen not included i think kind of like don't starve is some sort of base building game and it's really fun, but it's really annoying sometimes because the AI for your characters is really dumb. And I'm slowly <laughs> figuring out how to like, there, there are like priority lists and ways to essentially code your characters so they only do specific actions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's not super well explained. I think my one gripe with Oxygen Not Included is a lot of things aren't explained super well. Um, which, I mean, a lot of people like. Um, there's a really big camp of fans who really like Oxygen Not Included and always say, you should only ever play it blind. Don't try and look up anything. It's just trial and error. And normally <laughs> I do really like that. Mm-hmm. But um, on my first colony, there came a certain point where I just didn't understand enough about electrical engineering where I couldn't power my base very well. And so I wish I looked up a guide of like, hey, here are like basic steps and I guess like it's it's basically like a crash course on how electro electricity works <laughs> in terms of real world physics. Mm. And I just like I mean I took physics a long time ago and I don't it remember anything about electricity. Too long. Yeah. And so, and I'm, I'm I'm being a little hyperbolic, but there is a lot of like managing your um, watt level, and it's just I've physics was never my strong point, uh-huh. and part of the reason my first colony failed was I had to keep re like I had to keep rewiring everything because my wires would just break themselves, and it was a mess, and it's just like. That thing happened, and then it's really funny, actually, to watch someone fail at Oxygen Not Included, because it's always these little steps that just cascade into everybody just dies. Because <laughs> it was like, oh, um, all my wiring is breaking. I need to repair it. Oh, I need more copper wire. Um, I have to go dig for copper wire. Oh, everybody's dying because <laughs> there's suddenly an influx of like hydrogen gas in my base. Mm. But I was watching a... I've watched... Markiplier play a little bit of that. And it's just like when things start going downhill, it spirals fast. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> yeah, and that it is really fun. Um, and besides that, I've been replaying Horizon Zero Dawn on New Game Plus. Uh, just kind of get get more excited for Horizon Forbidden West, which that looks that's get. gonna be day one buy for me. I'm I am. It's it's really funny. I think. My girlfriend bought Horizon Zero Dawn just on a whim. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Like we didn't really know too much. 
Oh. Like, we had seen the trailers, and it looked really cool. We were interested, but we generally, at least when I buy games, I do a lot of, like, I'll do a lot of reading about it. I'll see if I can watch someone play it. Mm. But I think we just got too excited. We ended up buying the game. (laughs) But, yeah, Horizon Forbidden West will be a day one buy for us. That's what I've been playing recently. Is the P- just curious? Is the PS Five going to be your day one buy? Probably. Um, it, it's going to be one of those. I'm not going to wait. Like, like I'm, I'm probably not going to like honestly buy day one because I'm probably going to be out of town because it's. I'm sure it's coming out over the holiday. I'm usually You're out right. for the holiday. Right. Um, but we're gonna as soon as it is financially safe. We're just going to buy it because um, based on the PlayStation feature of gaming, there's like four or five games that are just immediately to me, s- scream to me like, you you need to play these games. Mm-hmm. So, I agree. Yeah. Like, and, like especially, um, at least in my perspective, mm-hmm. um, at least for Sony games, they tend to be a lot more fun exclusives. Right. Or at least more unique exclusives, and mm-hmm. that's what I'm more interested in. Yeah. So agreed. I'm definitely going to get it as soon as I can. Especially based on, I don't know if they were true or not, but there were leaks about the pricing. Yeah. Um, If the digital one does end up being $399, like that's, that's pretty doable. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. I think that's yeah. good. I'd do that easy in a heart. Like, and that's my thing with like the next gen part is I got the PS4 late in its life cycle so i have a bunch of stuff i can play mm-hmm. but like i i kind of wish i got a little bit earlier just to like experience when certain games drop and actually play it yeah at that yeah. time God, part of it is like after playing horizon again my ps4 just wants to fly away like it's <laughs> it's chugging so hard yeah and I, like it still performs great but it's just so loud where if what they're saying about how quiet and how well cooled ps5 is I can't wait to not just like almost every PS4 game I've played recently is just like Jet Engine, and I'm gonna be really. It's gonna be really nice to have a quiet, quiet just console for quiet me. console. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> what have you been up to, Harrison? What have you been playing? Ah, uh, man. Um, let's see. I've just been playing. I'm at this point, so I'm almost done with my master's program. So that's the main thing. I, it's literally say like a little over a month. And then I'll be done. Like first week week of August, like literally first day, I'll be done. Like that's the end of my class. So I've been this class is taking up more time. So every time like I finish stuff by like let's say midnight, and I'm like, all right, let's play some stuff. Let's just relax. I'm like starting to doze off when I try to start something. Uh-huh. So I want to like there's two games I really want to play right now, and I want to play Dragon Quest because I got it on the Switch, and my brother got me Persona Four. And I really want to start that. But both of those games, I feel like I have to actually sit down, focus, listen, pay attention to everything because I really want to. And it's not just like, oh, I can just like kind of do this once in a while. Like, I want to like have like, like a long zone out session. on it. Yeah. And yeah. I just want to like have a, like a solid play session, sit there for like a few hours, play the damn game. Mm. So I've just, and so I've just been t- kind of touching um, Destiny 2, of course, just because what our like part of our friend group plays like we have a solid group still cool <laughs> and then i've been having this itch to like play another mmo though 
So I was talking to Ian every time, like, hey, should look into Guild Wars 2. Because <laughs> it's free. But it's like Guild Wars 2, or I've thought about, because my brother talked to me about like Elder Scrolls Online. I'm like, oh, yeah, I have that too. Mm-hmm. But I, and I feel like, I don't know about juggling two large MMO games. So I don't know. We'll see. But other than that, yeah, nothing too crazy. Kind of sucks for like the next month or mm. <laughs> what about you ian are you more exciting than me right now uh <laughs> probably not um no i've been let's see i've been playing what have i played that's new man i don't know uh i've been playing more hollow knight i'm still uh still chipping away i've I made a lot of progress in hollow knight actually um i, th- I think I want to say I've opened up almost every area of the oh, map oh, except really? for like one or two. Um, but yeah, I've I've beaten away a lot at that. Um, that's been really fun. I'm getting, I'm getting, I've gotten more. I know. I think last time I said I was like, kind of not into the whole like having to like backtrack and go through all these things again. But I think I'm like more enjoying it now. I think it's yeah. just kind of. I'm feeling a little bit more. I will say I can't like one thing I that still kind of gets me is it it'll be like I'll be kind of like lost for a little bit, and it'll be because I have to go back to this one specific place that I couldn't reach before. But now that I have this ability, now you can. Now I can, <laughs> but it it it's such like a, a it was so long ago, and it was such like a small thing because there have been like multiple places that I couldn't have gone. So I mm-hmm. like having to like. But I guess that's part of like the charm of like you're like adventuring through this thing. So like you're going back through places, finding paths and new areas. Just part of the game. But yeah. I'm like, Ugh! <laughs> I'm lazy. <laughs> but no, it it's fun. Um And then I, I can't remember if I said this last time, uh or if I was playing this for the last podcast, but uh I was playing uh, Hellblade. Into a sacrifice. I don't remember. You, yeah, mentioned, I, I think you mentioned that. it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's dude. They they're right. Uh. Uh. The atmosphere of that game is awesome. Like right when I loaded in, it was just like, and I have some like pretty decent headphones. They're not like god tier, but they're like really good headphones, so I can like hear the like voices moving throughout and like it feels like they're just like whispering right beside me is super freaky Ooh, man. um it g- gives you that like auditory goosebumps and and the visuals are great like the atmosphere that they set up is mm, mwah, mwah, perfect <laughs> it's great uh the only downside is and i uh, i'm kind of in the majority of the camp i think here is that their combat is i i i almost immediately saw what people how people felt about that how it's kind of jank oh really yeah it's yeah. just kind of there i think just to be yeah. a, a token combat scenario yeah uh, it's yeah. not very um complicated at all it's not complicated, oh, okay. but it's it, and it's a little bit clunky for me. It like you, 
the the camera the way it's positioned isn't like good for that kind of combat that they're doing hmm. i don't yeah. think um yeah and it, and it's just odd you'll have like enemy like come out of nowhere and hit you from behind and there's like no way you could have seen them or known that they were there yeah. um but but other than that like it's been a really cool experience and 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 it's not it's not the combat isn't bad enough to where it's like oh god like unplayable i don't want to play this anymore it's like it's kind of just like a, oh, okay i gotta get through this real quick and then we'll get back into the fun stuff which is right. the yeah. the exploration and the atmosphere some of the puzzles are fun too isn't there a second one coming out like they announced that right i'm not crazy yeah there's a second hellblade okay. um there's yeah. a trailer for it there's a trailer yeah. okay that's what i thought it's... i remember that pop yeah i'm excited i'm i'm interested to see what that how that's gonna be oh yeah because uh, they are the the if I remember right the company who did um the who made Hellblade uh they made DMC and I know I I don't think a lot of I don't think DMC was a popular one but I liked it and so if I don't know if if they do a little bit more of the same of Hellblade but maybe more uh like spice up the combat maybe yeah or change it up or I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm interested in it though for sure. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. I think it's just more. I think right now it's just a lot more like new stuff because it's always like oh thing because like all preference pref can't talk press conferences and all that are like dropped. Mm-hmm. So with that, you guys heard any cool shit lately? Dope shit. Uh. God, it's not cool and it's not dope. <laughs> yeah, right. But right. Uh, there is a lot of shakeups in kind of the, I guess, content creator world, if you want to <laughs> call it that. Yeah. Between, like, Mixer got bought out by Facebook. Yeah. Which is... I mean... What was that? Of No, go on. Yeah, I was just going to... I was going to say, like, I'm, I'm kind of not surprised yeah. that mm-hmm. Mixer failed. Um, they got some huge, huge high-profile streamers. They had Ninja and Shroud, mm-hmm. who I think both of them, they're I think at the time they're definitely top ten on Twitch. Yeah, I want to say they're almost top five on Twitch. I think it was like probably, five, but no, I, I mean they spent five. so much money acquiring them, and as far as I know, they didn't have any other sort of marketing. Yeah, put into the mixer oh, like environment, really. like. I know there there are obviously people who made their careers on Mixer, mm-hmm. um, but you know I didn't really hear any commercials, no like big names besides Ninja and Shroud. They didn't have, I mean, part, it's because Twitch has their like partnership with Amazon. You have Amazon Prime, right. you got yeah. Twitch Prime. Mixer didn't really, I think, have anything like that. Do and other, so does Facebook have something like that? I don't think no, but do, right? it's Facebook. Yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm not surprised that they kind of just blew all their money on acquiring big names and didn't actually try and I think invest and improve the mixer community. Mm. Right. Yeah. Which I mean like it really sucks because like I think Twitch needs like healthy competition. competition. Yeah. I agree. And, I mean, obviously Mixer isn't it, and I don't think Facebook's gonna be it. It always just sucks when a potential competitor dies out. 
mm. in terms of like for consumers it sucks yeah mm-hmm. and especially like all, all the props to ninja and shroud because their contracts got bought out by facebook so the the rumors are that Ninja got like thirty million, Jeez. and Sh- Shroud got anywhere from ten to thirty million as well. Yeah, they're Wait, just banking so much. It right. it really sucks for the people who like made their living on Mixer because right. they obviously weren't getting bought out for millions of dollars. Exactly, a lot of the and, smaller like creators. Yeah, like yeah. your organic people who end up making Twitch what it is, mm-hmm. except on Mixer, like they didn't get the chance to like do anything. And from what I hear. Um, I don't know if this is true or not, but a lot of Mixer employees and like the smaller time Mixer streamers weren't necessarily even told until the deal was finalized, which is really, it's really shitty because shady. Yeah. That's just, yeah. Like, and suddenly you have a bunch of people just like, oh yeah, my line of work is now gone Mm. because like, I don't know if you guys have looked into Facebook gaming. Uh, very minimal. It's garbage. It, it doesn't look great, no. I agree. Yeah, like, I hate the UI. And it's it's so silly that you have to be on your account to actually, like, yeah, participate. You to, yeah, you have to be on so your actual account. Everybody's going to know, like, if you're just, like, <laughs> spamming copy pasta, they can just click on your profile and, like, find you. And it's really bad. In terms of, like, because I like, I like my privacy, I like my security. Yeah. It's really suck. Say goodbye to the lurkers, man. Yeah, and then once again, like, the big name streamers can just go back to Twitch, and you know probably nothing will really happen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, mean, I the, what I would be scared of if I was like a dude, like someone who made their career on Mixer, I'd be like, I I would be worried that my audience wouldn't transition, you know, to Twitch. Or maybe they would, but maybe I would like I would lose a portion of you that. St- yeah, because well, I thought some, yeah. I thought um, anyone that was w- partnered with Mixer, Facebook's gonna match whatever contract, whatever they had in their contract. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what I thought. So they're only going only, to continue only, streaming on Facebook then? Yeah, mo- yeah, most most likely because they they can just transfer everything over, so they don't lose. They they're not exactly losing out because essentially they already lost their platform, so they're just transferring to a new one. Yeah, but, but really I just I feel like the viewership on Facebook just is not gonna be there. But I mean, if the I guess it's like if the viewership wasn't even there on Mixer and they're just gonna transfer over, Facebook's gonna maybe see a jump, maybe. But I mean, it's not. I don't. It's just kind of obviously. I don't. We don't know yet because we we haven't seen like the transition. I don't, yeah, like Mixer doesn't officially close until I think July twenty second. Yeah, like end of but, July. Yeah, I guess we'll just see. But I think only like a few besides, I I only know Shroud and Ninja, but I think they make a few other. I think I know of some. I I know of some mixer people who are I think at this point free agents. Yeah, but I mean, there's um, King Gothalion. I think is how you pronounce his tag. Yeah, he was he was a Destiny slash Borderlands streamer. He moved to Mixer, and I don't know exactly what he's doing next, but. He he was on Twitch before, so mm-hmm. yeah. I feel like for him, it's not going to be that hard of a transition. It's going to be interesting because, like, you know how like uh, Twitch still has Ninja's profile up and everything, kind of trans, like, kind of showcases people. But now, if he comes back, I guess he just takes over the account again. 
That's interesting. I didn't think about that. Is he actually? Has he actually come out and said he's no, going to go back to no. Twitch? Because Shroud and Ninja are still at this point free agents. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I know that Ninja kind of like left Twitch on a sour note because of that whole issue they had with his profile. Yeah, they they were kind of abusing his name. Yeah, for marketing. And then had like the slip up with the uh, whole like porn incident or whatever on his like. Page recommended, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I, I'd be interested if he like maybe he goes to, like YouTube gaming or something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a. Too. I mean, at, at least from what I know of Ninja, honestly, it probably doesn't matter for him. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Like, so. it's but, probably at this point just it's just a pure business decision of who's going to offer me the best contract. Right. Yeah. It doesn't matter for him, but it, it it like. Would he bolster? I I guess maybe not because we just saw how Mixer failed. But would he bolster like a a different platform? Well, I think it's but. just because Mixer is just not like a like. If anything, I would use Mixer last compared to like YouTube. Like it'd be like Twitch first because it's the easiest. Mm-hmm. And I think the next two, the middle would be like YouTube gaming and Facebook gaming. Mm. Yeah, I was even looking at like at some statistics that have been posted about Mixer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I think all the streaming services have had some sort of jump in viewership ever since the quarantine has started. Oh, right. But Mixers was like, like it didn't change. Abysmally huh? small. Yeah. Wow. Like a one point five percent increase in viewership. Man, damn. That was that was like talked about. I think like a couple weeks ago. So it was just like kind of like a sign, like a sign, telltale sign. Yeah. Like it's going down. Yeah. And I think partly it's just because I think. Microsoft didn't really know what to do with Mixer. Yeah. And I like Twitch does it so well with their Amazon incentive that you know, you just get a free sub and you already kind of move into at least someone's Twitch community whereas right. a Mixer you just had to sub, you didn't get any like free subs or like drops or anything. Yeah. Like thinking about it again, I don't I think only only Twitch has that kind of membership, right? Essentially. Or like that incentive because YouTube doesn't do anything with that. Yeah. It's Facebook. we we had even talked about it like way back, like I think it would have been smart if um Microsoft did a incentive where if you had Game Pass, yeah. Then you got some sort of free subscription on Mixer or something. Cause mm-hmm. be I think smart. a, a lot of people have Game Pass. Yeah. Because I think lot. it's so it's it's just a smart thing to buy because i think and mm-hmm. there probably is a decent overlap of people who have game pass and stream mm-hmm. and there's probably an even bigger market of like oh you know i don't really know what streaming is like you know i'll check it out with mixer mm-hmm. and they could even have done it where um people on mixer they got early access to next month's game pass and so mm-hmm. people could see what it's going on then like oh um th- that looks really cool i'll get game pass and i'll sub to this guy because you know it looks like He's having fun with that game. However, you know, Twitch community startup. Yeah. But I think it would have been smart if they did. They did. Yeah, because I don't remember if on Xbox, if the community, I think the community, there's like a community tab and I, I didn't have it at the time, but I thought, I think I saw like updates on it and it showed like people, um, you, you just go to the community and see people streaming and it'd be mixer. But I think that's the, it didn't feel like, it didn't feel like the go-to place if I'm on my computer that I, you know, yeah, it's like oh, I'll just open Twitch. Mm. But, oh, 
not surprised to yeah. be honest. Yeah, that <laughs> it's it's an interesting time. Yeah. That that's only one of the things that's, that's been going on this past like week. Yeah. Just in the past week. I feel like this if anything at this point. But yeah. You want anything yeah. else or Ian? What about you? Uh no. I uh, you guys have been telling me all the stuff that crazy <laughs> that's been happening. God, jump on it, Ian. <laughs> yeah, cuz I mean outside of Mixer there's been a lot of once again in the content creator community. There's been a lot of uh I don't even really know what the right allegations. Word is. Allegations and or confirmations sh- about yeah. The kind of like sexual misconduct and sexual assault that's been going on in like very different communities like mm-hmm. we've had this is something i didn't really hear about but there was like a, a big group of like destiny 2 content creators yep who were accused of sexual misconduct it's like um just like sexual misconduct and then just like just essentially rape that was going on yeah, yeah like racism going on in the background we've had um there was like a talent management group where their CEO admitted to um, like sexual misconduct and potentially like grooming. And it was just all over the place. It was a mess. And it's really sad that it's like, it, it, it's, I think it's always sad when stuff like that happens just cause you just get to see like a darker side of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like you see these people like I'm sure like if you watch some of these streamers, some of them are like, okay, there's times where like, all right, I don't really care for these guys. But like, you know, you, most of the time people only see what they see on like the streams or like the YouTube videos, right? Yeah, so, they don't really like know the ins and outs of what they do outside no. of streaming. Yeah. I mean, and that's like, that's the whole like, it's the, what is it called? It's like a pair relationship. Where like a symb- symbiotic? No, no, no. It's it's like a relationship where you feel like super connected, but the other side does not feel the same way about you. And oh, it's like, I see what you mean. Yeah, so so they're mm-hmm. only seeing this this on camera version of these people that they yeah, feel like, like very super curated to. persona. Yeah, 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 and then you get to see like, oh, this is an actual person who has a dark side and yeah, pretty garbage. So this guy's yeah, and like I fucking I'm, shithead. I'm, I want to put the caveat that none of us are even like defending the accused. I think it's just, it's sad, especially because I think it's a hobby that all of us enjoy. Yeah. And it's like, oh, when we play video games, we won't escape the hellhole that is reality. And then, and then not, e- not even we're safe. And, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, it's so. There's also like, it also is kind of sad because they're, the, it's, it's, the community also just kind of like falls apart when that happens too. Yeah, like, like immediately it goes to finger pointing and like, oh, you support them or you support them. Then, yeah, yeah, it gets it gets really messy. Yeah, but it's I mean the better part is at least it's awareness that's being spread. I think that's the good good thing versus like oh it's just gonna happen. Yeah, for sure. I, I think it's yeah. I think it's important that people get held accountable mm-hmm. yeah. yeah especially it's, some weird thing like streamer like when you're in a weird position like that and you're like a like a popular streamer that's like a lot of influence it, it's I guess always you have. so yeah sorry go ahead no, i was gonna I'll, 
Right. <laughs> it's a, it, yeah, it, a lot. Of it's just just to like wrap it. it, it it's a lot of like influence you have, and so there are and, and the people who watch you tend to be not always. There there are different kinds of audiences, but like if you're a streamer who uh, is maybe not specifically geared towards, but finds themselves being watched by a younger audience, and you have like. There have been cases where people have used that power and that influence to take advantage of people. And it's just a, a sad side to see of something that could actually be so positive. Cool. But what were you going to say? I, it's always interesting to me because I've seen um, the same kind of scenarios we're talking about happen in like the YouTube community mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. these people just have so much like influence and clout where it's, it's slightly, it just feels weird to me Yeah, that, Oh, this, it's just like, it's a random person you might not recognize on the street, <laughs> but Oh, because they're really funny or um, they make like, they make music for a living. It's just like they held so much, influence and like they'll have parties at their house and part of it i think is i think in terms of the like streamer clout thing Mm -hmm. a lot of the streamers i watch just are their own entity Mm -hmm. they're not part of groups and so it's 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 weird i'm like peeking through the window into twitch politics yeah you find out that like oh this group of people they had a party at their house and all this stuff went down. I'm just like, whoa, it's weird. Cause like one of the streamers I watch is like, yeah, I hate going outside. I hate being with other people in real life. I just <laughs> want to hang out with them online and play video games. Never go to parties. I don't go outside. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's what I'm about. <laughs> and then you hear this like, oh yeah, we had a Twitch party. There was like 40 streamers at the house. I'm like, What's going on? Yeah. Oh yeah. Dude. Uh, someone I listened to, uh, who's a YouTuber who talks about how there have been and are like YouTube orgy parties, and he's like, "What? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's What's so happening? Weird. Yeah, it's it's such like a some like it's some like oh we're an elite world kind of thing. I don't know. It it seems so like it 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 starts to make sense when you just think like oh it's just like I mean YouTube and Twitch are just entertainment. Yeah, and it's so prevalent in the entertainment industry to be like, yeah, oh, if you do me a favor, I'll do you a favor. Like, uh, you know, sleep your way to the top or whatever. And it's just, it's so gross and icky. It, it's funny because it's like this is like quote unquote our generation's version of like, essentially just like celebrity. Yeah, like yeah. You're, you're seeing internet celebrities and they're mirroring what happened with like Hollywood celebrities. Yeah. Except now it's like, oh, this is internet. Oh, this. Is- Except like, yeah, now it's like people can find records so fast. Oh, so fast. everything everything's online. online. Like the yeah. like, it's crazy. Like just to see, like even like talking about like the destiny, like that everything happening in that destiny community with BSK. It's like the amount of stuff that was screen grabbed is like insane. Like how it's like yeah, oh, there's you're like, not there's Discord screenshots, Twitch screenshots, like Twitter, just like, Steam what? stuff. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's it. I have this thing about like celebrities and streamers too that where it's just like it's 
it's not about them. It's it, it should all it should always be about the community that you're trying to build and and the those people. When it becomes like a thing about you, it's just such a I mean negative. Yeah, the, like the head. ego feedback yeah. just goes crazy. Yeah. When and, it's... and then you'll have these people who are like like die like they're like, Oh yeah, I'm I'm this com- like I'm, I'm Xbox for life kind of thing or like yeah. PS4 bro, you know, the the fraternity is just so strong that it I mean it becomes a toxic environment, I think. Yeah. And I think that just comes over time. Like you just build up that community and eventually it becomes like that mindset. Mm. And people just, it's fandom. It's like, you see it everywhere. I mean, it's in you politics see it too. Like, like you see it everywhere, the people honestly. who are like America. It's like, all right. Yeah. Like the super Patriots. Yeah. 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 But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so moving away from that, so I I mean I got some dope shit since Ian doesn't got it and I'm just gonna drop <laughs> in some stuff since Jesus fuck. <laughs> Go for it. Uh I mean essentially like last week it feels like it's been a while though, because like when I put this stuff I just put this stuff down. Just like for instance, like oh I saw like of course like EA did their stuff last week. Mm-hmm. Well, honestly the reason why we don't we don't we're not really talking about EA stuff because there's not much to talk about. <laughs> if you actually right. watched it, like there's not there's a couple things but it's like oh here and there whatever or stuff is oh that's cool like skate they have it but nothing to show i think the big one would be like star wars squadrons right um, i think that's the one that like a lot of us are excited about yeah it looks really cool i think it's just like we'll probably talk about it in a later podcast because uh, our editor's soup like i want to get our editor into this too jason just like talk about it I think he is the star fun. wars man. he is the star wars man yeah we'll I think once it gets closer, we'll have like a solid topic on it, and we'll probably talk. We'll just talk. Oh, more. sorry, well, I just thought oh of God. some cool shit. Uh, but you no. go ahead since you're talking <laughs> first. Go ahead. I'll I'll yeah, add well, in mine later. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, just that dropped. Um, I think I wrote. To, yeah. So Pokemon Snap, like they dropped a trailer for anyone. To, or it's called New Pokemon Snap. So anyone that's played Pokemon Snap on 64, probably gonna date some people. I mean, it's not. We're not that old, but you know, whatever. But did you, a lot of people, I think a lot of people in our generation are, know. Yeah. Anyone, they yeah, know anyone that played, just, yeah. anyone played that knows exactly what that is. It's cool. I think that's just like that's actually funny because I think that was like a meme for a bit in some some groups. Is like, oh that's fine. Drop holy shit. And what about you? Actually, I'll, I'll let you drop. Okay. Uh, so this is a game series that I've actually been following for a while. Uh, oh, yeah? and they there are two recent editions that i have uh uh that have come out semi-recently um but the game series is called the game series it, it's a series of games called uh the rusty lake yeah. what, what they're called the rusty lake What's uh, that? i have not heard yeah. of that really oh man so it's uh they're point and click games they're like point and click uh puzzle type games um and it's and it's banana pants it's crazy um the so they're all they're all it's a series of games and they're all tied together but it's it's this big picture thing that you only get bits and pieces through each game and all of these games are free you can get them all on um i think you can get them all on steam or something um 
and they have apps too. I don't know if you have to pay for the app, but I do know that they're free and they're they're really interesting. The first one is you you go to this hotel called like the Rusty Lake Hotel. And uh all the people there are actually like uh animal people. Mm-hmm. Um and you kind of you it, it, it kind of like takes you through like a, a routine and then you start to realize oh we're killing the animals and then feed it like one by one you're like killing the different animals and then feeding them to the other animals for like the next night's dinner okay. it, it's, okay. <laughs> it's crazy shit but it's all like weird psychedelic not psychedelic but uh weird psych weird psychological type stuff and it's all like it gives you like this eerie like the atmosphere in that game great um okay but uh the and then playing through the games you find out that it's like in like 1930 something this guy found the like elixir of life and 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 it's like generational and and you start to realize that the the animal people were like representative of real people and just, mm-hmm. it all starts <laughs> to like make sense and and there's like this black cube that you kind of like figure out kind of i think like represents the soul or something like that it's it's a wild like trip to go in it's such a wild trip um but uh, and so like another cool thing about them is they kind of try to they, they, they're free and they do a really good job about like kind of like if you want to get into it they like give you f- like fun easter eggs and stuff there's mm-hmm. one called the white door and it's it takes place in this um you get like admitted into this this hospital type thing uh and then they actually have like in the game you find like a link to like a website or something or or okay. you can just like google the white door hospital or whatever and it takes you to like an actual website and they have like an actual website with like doctors and stuff and like information and like a phone number you can call and you can call the phone number and something happens and so if you're <laughs> playing this like in real time as these games are coming out you can get so involved in this rabbit hole of craziness it's it's just such a cool like experiment i guess that they're doing i don't know it's it's great you got you should definitely check them out Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. See, I think, Luke, I want to say, I think Star would get really into them, but I also don't know if she would be able to get into the, like, creepy factor of it. Dude, if it's creepy, she'll at least look okay. at it. Okay. See, I really think she'd be into <laughs> it. I, I think she could get into them, at least. Okay. Okay. Yeah. They're 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 a fun trip for sure. <laughs> I think actually one more thing because hmm. I know like for anyone out there that cares. So essentially, Crash Four, Crash Bandicoot oh, yeah. Four drop that oh, that yeah. came out that, or the or the dropped. they announced it randomly too. So I think that was pretty cool. I, did you guys ever play that? No, right? I don't think so. I nah. played um, Crash Bandicoot Warped on the PS PS One. Okay, that's the only one I had. Um, okay. I played like. I played Crash Team Racing. Yeah. I've played, I think, one other one, but I know 
the best one I know is uh, Warped. Yeah, yeah. So it's really funny, like, just really quick. I think it's um, with the trailer, they, like, talked about how, oh, how many, you guys should watch it. It's just funny because, like, they mentioned, oh, how many times have you fought this guy? They're like, three times? And right, technically, they, they that's only, know. they don't even mention PS2. Like, all the PS2 games didn't happen. Like, they just, like, disregard. casually retcon everything. They just retconned <laughs> all that. So I think that's hilarious. Uh-uh. But that's pretty cool. I need to, I have the trilogy on my Switch, so I want to play that too. You know, my stupid backlog, but okay. <laughs> we'll get to that event. We'll One day that. the backlog will be. One day. It will be purged. I'll actually work on it. One uh one addendum I want to put on is uh the the Rusty Lake games. The reason I uh reason I found them was because I watch a uh, YouTube dude slash Twitch streamer uh Jesse Cock, and so a lot of his, I I uh, borrowed a lot of his description for those games. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I just want to add that Makes addendum on. Makes if, if you want to like watch somebody who's is like really entertaining and like is really into those games. Definitely check that out. But, but yeah. On that note, I think we're gonna take a really quick break. Probably just put something like <laughs> two seconds. I don't know. Music break. Music. You know, gotta get some water and all that. But yeah, <laughs> we'll uh, be right back. Welcome back, everyone. Got back from a break. Hopefully, it went well. Hopefully, I wonder if there's music. Anyway, uh, <laughs> couldn't uh, get we couldn't exactly get all the music, but budget. Okay. <laughs> Gotta work on that music budget. Ah, uh, you know. But anyway, so after all that, let's go. Let's just dive into the main topic. So, with Last of Us Part Two dropping out, dropping last week at this point. Um, <laughs> there's been the a main... lot of controversy about that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just everything about it in terms of Trans. the actual content of the game, reviews, which is primarily what we're going to be talking about reviews. Mainly reviews, but this yeah. is kind of like, it, the reason why I brought this up is because of essentially that game's review. So essentially, like, the like big critics are claiming, like, at least based on Metacritic, this is what everyone points to, is the game's got a 95, at the time when I looked at it, it was 95 out of 100, which is supposed to be like an amazing like it's an amazing score for a game right but when you look to the side of it there's like the user score which was like 3.4 i forget is I, that i've seen of, it it's sitting the 3.4 to 3.6 range is that out of 100 or is that out of 10 i can't remember. um like i looked at I, it and i totally forgot i totally i honestly i don't really pay attention but, to metacritic yeah it, but essentially it was just like a very stark difference and it was of course, everyone at first was like, "Well, what?" Anyone that doesn't know Last of Us or anything that anything that dropped or like the leaks or anything about it, mm-hmm. it's it's like, "Oh well, why is that the case, right?" <laughs> but when you look into it, it, I know there's some leaks about like the story, like just like how they. Yeah, oh. they're basically the plot of the game was leaked, um, what a month or two before release. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so that was its own debacle Mm. and obviously a lot of people were upset because they didn't like how the story was going Mm -hmm. and oh a lot of the user reviews were just bombing the game yeah um 
So that, that, that is partly why the review score is really low in the users, but yeah. there are a lot of people who are legitimately upset and think the game is not very good. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're just kind of talking about reviews. But I mean, and then just to add to that, like for the game, and it, this kind of ties in for like the like how the game was marketed to in my from what I remember, I saw like the trailer. Like I know some people are claiming, oh, it's deceit. Like some people have reviewed it badly because it's oh they faked that like their uh, marketing, like their trailers were like framed differently, so it would like it had one point looked like a character was in it, and then in a certain spot, and like it just looks like it was cut differently. So, so it was, yeah, like, it was, when, there was a lot of misleading marketing. Yeah, guess yeah. going up to release. When you brought that up, uh, we we're we we're discussing it a little bit earlier, uh, Harrison. But you brought that up. Uh, I thought of. On the flip side of that, uh, Marvel did that with yeah, their movies. Yeah, no, I was gonna, and, yeah, I was gonna mention that. And they were, seeing, <laughs> yeah, and that, it, so yeah, and that was like a like, from what I heard, the general public reaction was like, "Oh wow, that's so smart. This is so cool that they're doing this." Yeah, and now you I have mean, Last of Us Two getting flack for it, which is interesting. Yeah. And it's so, it, and I wonder, and I was gonna bring that up. Do you guys think it's just because, like, for instance, like Marvel did it with Avengers Endgame? But is it because they did so, or not just Endgame, but also Infinity War, mm. and then some other of their movies? Like it's not just Marvel too; they're just a big one that that have done it. I'm sure other right, uh, other enta- entertainment um, movies. I, I, so. I just think of I think, I think the, of Marvel being the one because they made it was such like a big thing about how they gave um the oh, what's his name the guy who plays Spider Man. Uh, Tom they gave like, Tom they gave Holland like script. multiple different scripts. You know, it, it was a big thing about like no spoilers. Mm-hmm. They even did like the Thanos requires silence or whatever. Right, like it, they made a big play about yeah that. So my thing was, do you guys think it's because the movie did so well that it's, oh wow that's actually really smart trying to like just mm. hide plots about the movie while with Last of Us, if it had a better like for instance, if the story was done better do you think it would have been received differently but like would they be praised for like that would, as yeah well? would they, they, or it wouldn't like, oh, even be smart. an issue they, kind of thing yeah it would have been an yeah issue. i i think so much of the last of us 2's immediate reactions to its release are just going to be tainted by the leaks mm-hmm. like i think if the leaks weren't ever a thing people i think would be maybe a little more accepting of the changes mm-hmm. but at the same time um Partly, I want to say The Last of Us 2 is such, has so much focus on characters and not like a very large cast. Like, really, The Last of Us was about Joel and Ellie. Mm-hmm. Right. And you obviously had your supporting cast, but it was always about the two of them and their relationship. Not with just each other, but kind of the world they were in and the other characters. Mm-hmm. But. I feel like that the scenario where um, you have certain characters in The Last of Us 2 in the trailer and it's misdirected to be a different character in the actual game feels a little, it feels a little more to me disingenuous because both games are trying to be super focused on a core cast of characters. Mm. And when you have a character who typically represents this thing and they're not there when they look like they would be feels strange. Um, 
I had another point. Oh, yeah. Um, also, I think because of The Last of Us 2's overall plot, um, I think it almost they needed those bait and switches to keep people engaged. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I think if more people knew overall what the plot was about, I don't think people would be as inter- as interested. You're talking about in Last of Us 2? Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. Um, and I'm, that's partly why so many people did review Bomb and just were not happy with The Last of Us 2 is because of the plot. And it's one of those, it's, it reminds me almost of, it's um, kind of the inverse, but with the trailers for um, Marvel's Age of Ultron, they were depicting Ultron as this really menacing, really intelligent, like credible threat to the Avengers. And in the movie, he was just kind of like a Tony Stark clone. Yep. Um, it feels disingenuous. Right. And that's kind of the same feeling I get from The Last of Us 2's Mark. Where, um, they show one thing and they, it's actually a different way and it to me I just didn't like the other way they were doing but I guess isn't that the same for the end game stuff because like for instance they had like a scene where oh, all these Avengers are running and it's like oh this is going to be a dope scene I can't wait to see that but then you don't see it are you, th- you mean for Infinity War Infinity did I say end game yeah you said end yeah Infinity War like there's like that whole lineup of like oh this like this team up and they're all like running towards the camera. Like you I see certain I characters in it. Wouldn't that, that be That doesn't same? annoy me as much because the Avengers movies are such a huge cast where I can kind of forgive some characters like Hawkeye isn't really in Infinity War. Or I guess War. like for instance like it was Hulk. Like Hulk was depicted in the movie yet he wasn't in that spot. Yeah, me. I know I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I think it's just more with Infinity War, because it is about the Avengers as a whole, it doesn't bug me as much. Whereas mm-hmm. with The Last of Us 2 being a game that's trying to focus about very specific characters, right? it just doesn't match up to me. It, it, it's kind of the equivalent of like if they did Logan and uh-huh. the trailers were depicting like scenes of Jean Grey. But mm, in but the movie never... itself, it's a completely different. I, I, it just uh, feels like okay. I get it's you. it's not as honest yeah. because, like, when I wa- when I play The Last of Us two, I want to see these characters, and when I see these characters instead, it just annoys me because I was led to believe, mm-hmm. like, when I watch the Avengers, I know they're gonna have really cool like badass team ups. It doesn't bug me when it doesn't look exactly like the truth. Yeah, I get you. No, yeah, I can see that. It, it's like The Last of Us 2, since it has a smaller cast, those characters are much more potent and, right. and like you said, what they represent and and yeah, the, and their relationships with each other, since there aren't other extraneous, not, not extraneous, but other multiple relationships going on to kind of... Uh, like kind of bounce it fill out the pool i guess kind of like fill out the the space you have only these few relationships that are like such a focal point right okay and especially um i guess i can see we we should have prefaced this we are gonna talk about last of us 2 we're not gonna explicitly spoil anything but we are discussing broadly certain plot points so there will be lots of discussion so if you want to play last of us 2 
Um, we won't try and spoil anything, but I would just keep that in mind. Right. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, it's also, um, since Last of Us 2 is such a character-driven game, when you have a character shown to be in a scene, and it's not just a different character, but a different character who just isn't as compelling or as good, it just kind of feels like an extra slap in the face. Mm. Yeah. What do you mean? Like, um, so. Do you just mean like, I'm just gonna, like I'm gonna, a I'm lead gonna mark character? This as a spoiler moment. Okay. Where in the trailers, there's a scene where it looks like Ellie's talking to Joel. Uh-huh. And in the game, it's one of her new companions. And it changes the whole, like, what that the, conversation is. The entire dynamic is, is different. Yeah. Especially because, like, when you look at all of The Last of Us, Joel was a very compelling and interesting character to follow. Whereas the new character, um, I think his name is Jesse. I can't remember. Um, he's just not as interesting hmm. to me. And so it's just, it, you're just having like a downgrade in your gameplay experience. And since Last of Us 2 is such a character driven game, when the quality of the characters just drops, when it's supposed to be an impactful moment, it just feels bad yeah. to me. So. Okay. And then I guess another thing was, if you guys don't want to add anything, I think another thing that was brought up was Sony. Sony kind of has a double standard with this game. Where compared to most, like compared to its policies with every other game, did you guys hear about that? Or, um, like, yeah, you so, probably need to explain more what you mean. Yeah, by double so standards. essentially, double standard is in like there's essentially Sony's usually pretty stringent now with like showing anything explicit, like oh, okay, this is like kind of sexual. You can't, like, for instance, with Devil May Cry uh, 5, they they kind of forced the like the port for Devil the for PS4, like for instance, is oh there's this could be flashing something that now kind of cover that up, right? So anything sexual, they like kind of have you like oh blind it with lighting or something like that, right? Oh god. And then every other game, or and then like some other games that like for indies is oh they have to like change their port for the PS4 to like match their policy because it's oh this like for instance some anime games is like oh this is got some big titties kind of got to cover that <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah. And then, but then you go to Switch, which is like a family console. It's like, oh no, you don't have to do anything. Let's go, Bigo and Ichan. It's even like it's funny because in the act of censoring some, because I've seen some of the comparisons. In the act of censoring some of the game covers, it makes it look even worse. Yeah, exactly. And like, or it's just some gameplay just looks weird too. So it's like, so okay, with that, so with that, Sony, and and this is just to say this, the game has a sex scene i'm that's all that's it but okay. it has it a sex scene straight up such an i don't know i don't remember how explicit it is oh and, and just to preface i have not played this game i've just watched playthroughs also um you because you both haven't played i either, think right? we all have yeah i think we've all just yeah. seen i've i've play. watched a full playthrough yeah. oh okay i've only seen some parts i haven't watched so but with just the just to add context so that i yeah just to be upfront, but essentially. There's a sex scene, and they are totally okay with it. So, so that's my other thing with reviewers. It's like, wait, what? Do they... I just want to bring it, that like, up. Like, is it... Do you think it's, like, more because explicit it's than... 
I mean, some the stuff amount that they of explicit it gets to is that it shows female breast. Oh, okay. And um, you could argue maybe around the context of the sex scene, maybe it's a little more inappropriate because they're not just doing it missionary style to make children. Like, they're having sex because they want to have sex for fun, and then maybe right. maybe it's ooh, <laughs> that's not family friendly. But no, I understand. It's funny because um, I was talking to one of our other friends just about the Last of Us Two in general, and I didn't know about the sex scene at the time. And then he told me he he phrased it very crudely. And it was really funny because <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, I I looked into it and I remember reading. I think it was the Naughty Dog vice president had mentioned like the reasoning for the sex scene and the reason they're not censoring it is because it's meant to be like a, like a tasteful, intimate moment. Oh, uh, okay. And it's not really to me. Huh. Um, I don't think it was to anyone. But so I mean, they it, can, so their argument is we get to show this because we're doing it tastefully. Yeah, like it's it's meant to be like tasteful and intimate and like a mature moment between these characters mm-hmm. yeah. I- i'm paraphrasing most of it but yeah. it's like verbatim he said because it's tasteful uh. <laughs> i don't know so yeah anyway just wanted to add that on too because i'm sure that's like a lot of things going to re- review mm-hmm. um so. it, it to me sorry go ahead i no I'm no yeah go on gun. no i was gonna Okay, it's to me. I feel like, um, I'll, uh, you you are starting to hear this conversation more now that some of these AAA games are becoming very heavily story driven. Mm-hmm. But you see a lot of comparisons of like AAA games to Hollywood movies. Yeah, where oh, because our game is like really dark and mature we're on the same level as a Hollywood movie. Like, we deserve the same respect as a Hollywood movie. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where I feel like Naughty Dog's kind of, you know, giving them a pat on the back. We're like, see, we're having a mature, serious sex scene. And we don't, we shouldn't censor it because Hollywood doesn't do that. And we're hitting the same points as a Hollywood movie because our storytelling is deep and gritty. And like, look, they have sex. Whereas if you have like beach volleyball, dead or alive, free <laughs> jiggle physics, yeah. it's like, that's not deep. That's not what Hollywood wants. They want deep and gritty. That's kind of where I feel like they're coming from. And I, I mean, and you also mentioned Naughty Dog, but this goes higher than that. This is just Sony straight up because Sony, like this is all anything under PS4, like any PS4 game. So it's like, it's not, I think if anything, Sony's just like saying, hey, this is Naughty Dog. Like, they're with us. We're just, do you think, do you feel like they're just doing that just like as a, oh, because it's our product, we can do that. Right. Like anyone else can't. They're not like following their own guidelines that they set yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. But because it's like, oh, this, we know that this game is big. We know that Naughty Dog's like, like one of their big um, developers. So it's like, oh, yeah, let's let them do it. Mm. Yeah. I, I don't really know. I don't want to speculate too much, but like, I think some people could definitely see it that way where, mm-hmm. oh, Naughty Dog makes us like the best AAA games. They get a pass from our regular games. Right. Which uh, is definitely not a good stupid. look. No, it's not. It's really stupid. <laughs> yeah. If that is what's happening. 
if that yeah even if that is but i mean no every but i think the big thing was like when the, when the game dropped like another uh developer it was like indie developers like hey i have to adjust this but just to let you know in the switch version this is fine but for sony i have to do this <laughs> so but it was like i think it was like the same day the game launched someone i'm trying that, to remember um so, so to give a little bit of context, um, I did work at a game studio for a while, and we did publish to the three major consoles, Switch, Xbox, and PS4. Mm-hmm. And throughout the whole publishing process, there are a huge set of checklists, depending on which um, publisher you have or developer, of like the kind of content you can um, have right. in your game. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember, because it's, it's been so long. But... It does it does seem hypocritical to me that Naughty Dog gets that kind of past where other games don't. Yeah. It'd be it's super hypocritical. Yeah. But it's moving on it's, from that because I feel like we're like kind of del- like just Yeah, kind of we're, we're, we're stalling a little bit. It's just so funny because it's just anyway. But going to the main thing is more so with the video game reviews with the bombing and everything, like or review bombings. I know some people have been like, oh, it's like it always goes back to the argument. Like, for instance, like Metacritic gave it like such a high score. IGN gave it such a high score. Like certain like big reviewers have given it high scores and yet it doesn't match like the audience. Right. So I I think one thing someone everyone always goes back to is, oh, uh, Naughty Dog's just paying like Sony Naughty Dog's just paying these guys just to give it good. Right. Uh, They're getting like bought good, out. They're just getting bought out. Do you do you guys ever feel that like on big games? No, no. Uh, yeah. Um, so you, so with this getting like a ten out of ten, that's deserved. I, I think. Um, sorry, go ahead, Ian. It's, I don't know. It. I I need I need some time. If you got a thing, go ahead. I I need some okay. time to formulate. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I I I would just before we started recording, I watched a video. Um, by Alana Pierce. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I think, think we all would say. Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. So for those yeah. who don't know, she she did work at IGN, um, and she did write reviews and stuff. She's mm-hmm. a former but, IGN employee. She writes a lot of stuff and currently works at Funhouse right now. Yeah. Yes, currently Funhouse. Um, yeah. I don't think, like, the studio game publisher dynamic, I think, isn't as nefarious in terms of reviews right yeah. um Al- alana did touch on this i think part of it is the journalists and the review websites are more concerned about what the fans think because mm-hmm. um i mean she, she she um alana explicitly said that developers never paid reviewers for anything they never right. offered incentives to like or bonuses if they gave it a good review yeah um she was mainly saying that a lot of writers are more worried about what people will say about the review than what the developers say and mm-hmm. i wouldn't be surprised i mean i'm not surprised because based on even just the last of us two you've seen like terrible things said on people who gave it a good review and people who did a bad review. Mm-hmm. And speaking as someone who 
very briefly did write for um I, I wrote some video game articles about just anything and everything. Um no company ever reached out to me or my editors. It was just about this is what I feel, and I feel like most writers tend to feel like this is how I feel. And I mean, for a lot of people, I think they do like The Last of Us 2 a lot. And mm-hmm. they think it is a very good game. And that's just how they feel. And if people don't like it, then they don't like it. Yeah. Something so, uh, mm-hmm. that she mentions also in the videos, she talks about how uh, she felt like, I don't want to like misquote this, but I f- she, she felt like writers uh, write... They write for, for their peers, write for their peers, right? Yeah, and yeah. not for the audience. And so it's more; it more becomes a, a, like a critique of art. Um, it, it, it. So, like with this whole thing, where there's like the critic score is outstanding and the audience score is abysmal. It's it, like this. This we see that in like Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, you'll see like the the critic score. I I've seen this a lot of times. I can't think of a specific example, but I know I've seen movies where like the the critic score is like insane, and then the audience score is abysmal, audience. or vice versa. Sometimes it's yeah. the exact opposite. So I, I like I I would it'd be very hard for me to believe that like a a reputable journalist company is being like bought out for their like good review right because also as mm-hmm. a company you want you i don't know and maybe i don't know how that whole like business side of that works but i feel like you want to have honest feedback or else you're not gonna know what the heck you're doing like yeah because i think for instance just to branch off that it's like would you i would think a game developer would want an honest review because then it's like, oh, what if we make a second version of this game? Then we could just kind of tweak that and try to make it a little bit better. But on the flip side, what if like that's their direction? It's like, oh no, we want to do this. So then they're just going to disregard feedback. Yeah. And, and, you know, that can happen. Is it a smart business move? I don't know. But, um, and, and then I guess you get into the argument of like, then they had the embargoes, so like you couldn't say anything about it until the release day. Yeah, so that's the part that annoys me. Mm-hmm. Really? Okay. Is yeah. um, that's I feel like a little more um purposeful mm-hmm. in terms right. of what Naughty Dog and Sony wanted. Yeah. Is um, and I think part of it is they they did have to react to the early leaks. Mm-hmm. where they probably had to do damage damage control about the game, and part of damage control is limiting the amount of time people can actually talk about the game Before. until people get a chance to actually play the game. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I think if you if you saw all these reviews two weeks before the game came out, it's just more time, potentially, where the game is seen as a negative. Whereas if you wait until the day of, and then everything comes out, more people don't have time to do their research. Right. And um just speaking of speaking of like review embargoes or review delays in general, I just think they're not very useful for anything. 
Um, like at the end of the day, I think this is something Alana talked about is statistically reviews aren't a huge factor in if someone buys a game. Yeah. There are obviously people who take a lot of stock in what reviews say before buying a game, but for the majority, it doesn't matter as much. Um, but even then, reviews, I don't think, bec- like, reviews don't do so much for the game where you have to hide what the review is. Yeah, I mean, if that, if that makes sense. No, it's, it's in case in point because right now, Last of Us 2, part two is like top selling. It like, it like shot over Animal Crossing, I think, too. Yeah, I think it's like, like the fourth best selling PS4 yeah. title or something. Yeah. So I, it's fourth definitely best selling Sony. Something like that. I can't remember. But essentially, I mean, case in point, it really shows that like reviews do not matter. It's just essentially at the point of you want to buy the game or not. And, and obviously, a lot of people do. And they shouldn't matter too much either because you are talking about uh, something. At least there's at least a good portion of this that is subjective, and so if you're talking yeah. about that, you're gonna have a crit- like a critic's not gonna know the right answer. He's gonna know his opinion or her opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's and that's the hard part is like it's the person like the the other factor that people don't think about because they're always like, oh IGN did this, but it's like oh well some people are I'm like well what about the person that actually had to play test it. Or like had to review the game. Right. Like they, what if they actually genuinely, genuinely really liked the game, and that's why they feel that. Yeah, way. that's what like that's what I said before. Like some people just like the game, and if yeah. they like the game, they're gonna have a good review. That's just yeah. kind of how it works. I think IGN tries to do it. To, going back to the, like the subjective objectivity thing, I think IGN tries to make it like objective, but by, by having uh their own kind of weird. Uh, ranking system, but um, it, it's objective. I think they should just think, remove the ranking. I think it's system. objective. Like, oh, yeah, I think it's objective only because like when they say ten out of ten, they always like underline this is this does not mean it's a perfect game. Right. It's right. a quote unquote master. And the only reason I say it's like they try to make it objective is because they at least have some kind of uh plan that they're following. It, it's some kind of like checklist. Whether it's good or bad, uh, you know, yeah, it's got to meet some criteria. Debate, but they at least yeah. have some kind of thing to base it off of, base their argument off of. And actually, speaking of like the scaling, like like in her video, Alana even mentioned like she. It was just interesting because I never thought I noticed it, but I never thought of it. How hmm. on the scaling system, you'd think a five out of ten is like average, but it's not. I remember that. Yeah, it's actually yeah, a, f- a, a five seven, out of ten is a legitimate five like, out of ten mediocre yeah like that that is what ign states is a five out of ten is a mediocre. yeah well like seven is actually the average because you would expect a lot of games to be actually good which i thought at that point was really i was like wow that's actually i've noticed that duh because it's always like oh when i buy a game if it's at least a seven yeah sure i'll get it but if it's like a six or below eh, okay i think but it, oh go ahead no uh, uh i'm i'm gonna go into a different okay. thing uh well just about the like rating system uh i know our, our we're, we're talking a little bit about this with our editor and he brought up a good point where it's like uh, the game the, a video game as a, a multimedia piece it, it has a lot of different factors to it um 
more I think more so than most forms of media do. Uh, and so when you're rating, if you're trying to give someone an idea of like what this game is, uh, I think a, like giving a a rating system breaking down those factors. So saying gameplay versus uh music versus uh storytelling, you, you know, breaking down those factors and and maybe rating those would be an interesting way to to have a more detailed uh review. Mm-hmm. It's like when the when the review embargo was lifted, those were the most effective reviews for me. Mm. Um I know several people um, or several organizations, they just had an unscored review, but they broke down like, they, yeah. oh, we like these things and we didn't like these things. Yeah. I think it's so much more effective to hear about the game itself and not just the overall score. Mm-hmm. Um, because like there are a lot of 9s and 10 games that I just personally don't like because of, oh, I think the music is bad. Oh, I think the level design is bad or the gameplay itself is bad. I don't like it. But if I only went off the score, you would think like, oh, it's a good game. I'm going to get it. Right. Yeah. I we should. I think we should just move away from the scoring system. A lot of the best reviews I've read just overall are those long-term. And part of it is like um, part of, I think, just the nature of game journalism is that people want to see the number and that's it. Yeah, I will say, because like personally, I used to read a lot of those reviews, but then it finally just got to like, oh, I'm just scrolling, but I'm just curious, how well does this game do overall? Mm. And so, yeah, Yeah, I'm like, like, I'm probably like part of one of those people. I just, oh, this game's a seven, cool. All right. So, yeah, it's like, this is going to sound bad, but I'm going to say it. It's not meant to be bad or offensive, but like the attention span of people isn't very long. And they don't want to read stuff. They want to know, like, they either have a preconceived notion, like, this game is good, it deserves a 9 or 10, and if you don't give me a 9 or 10, you're bad. Or the opposite, where this game is bad, you give it a 5 or you're bad. Um, The long-term reviews just don't really have a place in, like, the mainstream AAA game journalism scene. Yeah, and it's crazy to see that change, because you guys remember how long those videos used to be, too? Like, even just like, because those videos were based off those, like, off the written reviews. Which, and most time they. Which videos are we talking? No, so, like, for instance, I used to watch, like, GameStop and, oh. like, they do reviews. And their view- reviews were, like, I think, like, 20 minutes. Yeah. And it would go breaking down each part, like we, like we, like we said. And it's yeah. like, oh, this part, like, let's talk about gameplay. Let's talk about the music. Let's talk. Like, they would break it down. I, I know there's but been now, some YouTubers that do that, too. Yeah, yeah, YouTubers I, do it now. I love those reviews. Yeah. Those are better now because it's like because the big like the big um wow I can't think of the word but like for instance like all the IGNs and all like the GameStops and all that stop doing that. All, I, I, mean, I don't, don't want to say that, but right. like, but like a lot of the, like the big time like reviewers are now having to switch to, and this is probably because of like like YouTube or like like Luke said like the attention span of like everyone now is like way shorter. And now it went from like a twenty minute uh, review to like a seven or five minute review, mm. and it's like how much can you fit and how much can you explain? But I guess on the flip side, my argument would be like, oh, like like for instance, Ian, you go to a party and you talk to me, like, oh, 
explain this game. I'm like, all right, I got like a few minutes. Can you explain it really quick? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like it depends on. I guess it's like time and place, of course. But you would never find me at a party. Um, <laughs> stay inside especially with covid god don't do that yeah, right so so going uh, i want to like going go back, back and we, bring it like, to, yeah, yeah, to yeah, yeah. this uh is the uh the point that she made that historically or whatever uh, reviews have not been effective in effective uh yeah. people's decision to buying games yeah yeah uh do you think God, I I had a point and I lost it. Uh <laughs> No, so I'm like so thinking of things that with people like if if that's not if 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 that is true then I guess I what is what's the point of the Yeah, are you trying to think of like <laughs> Oh, okay. No, I I had a different point, but I'm was not. it like how do people figure out if they want the game or not without that, that was it. it that was it uh that was okay. my question was not that one but uh something similar it was do you think so do you think people have already decided at, at what point do you think people have decided to like buy the game or not like is there a point in the process of the marketing and the game coming out and all that is there like a point where it's like okay i'm i'm gonna buy this game no matter what like i i just will buy it Unless something catastrophic occurs in terms of like I, the game, you know, like maybe, maybe some, like, maybe some make or break thing with the game comes out. But I think it's just, I think one big thing would be like if you have ties to like that franchise or that franchise or that series, mm-hmm. you probably will get it. Right. Like the general public, I think, will do that. Like someone that's just like, oh, like for instance, Call of Duty. I like Call of Duty. Like someone's like, "Oh, I like Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll get the next one." Yeah. Oh, it's not that great, but for some reason, people still buy the game. Right, right. It's that like brand loyalty, or I guess in this case, yeah, it's not it, a brand, like, but could, that like loyalty. loyalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. that loyalty, and, and especially so, people like, who loved one are. There's no reason why they would get to right if yeah. they loved one. Most likely, they'll get it. I think the as as you can tell by sales, the general public will probably still buy. Them. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, oh, and it's like, I think the other thing would be, I'm going to buy the game because most likely people buy like maybe two or three games, like big game, right? Maybe. Yeah. And it's like, oh, this is a big one. Most most people don't buy like eight AAA games a year. Yeah. It's like, you got to pick and Or they do and they only play three. Yeah. So like, for instance, like Luke's played Horizon. He he said he's going to get Horizon first day. But that's because the game's actually really good. <laughs> but I mean that, and I think what if there's? I think maybe there's expectation too, even though people sure. just, like because for instance, like for me, I try to stay away from spoilers, so I'm like, oh, I expect this game to be good. Get my shoot myself in the foot maybe and get a bad game. But yeah, like you never expect the sequel to just regress super bad. Yeah, or like and another thing is like for instance, Destiny I don't, One, I don't... you it made progress. And all of a sudden, Destiny Two drops, and it's like, "Wait, if we're yeah, they just, what the fuck?" They changed so many. Things. I would, and I, I would disagree like two years. with that. I think his, I, I think overall, uh, sequels have not had a good track record. But really, you think? So? I, I think in so. general, just in general, or you just mean at all? Oh, okay. Well, I, yeah, that's general. 
Well, do, do you like consider a... sequels to be like a direct continuation or just more in the same franchise? Uh, ooh, uh, because like, like, like Legend of, of Zelda or uh, Legend of Zelda, yeah. Like they're not technically sequels, but yeah, like they're on the same franchise, and I think they've all done relatively well. Yeah, um, yeah, I would say they've got yeah, I, like I, the I, Jack and Daxter so, series. Yeah, I, what I I I wouldn't count like. I could say that for movies. Zelda. I feel like yeah, I could say that for, for movies, movie, like you have like know. National Treasure one, and then you have National Treasure but, like, two. And games, I feel awful. like. Dare you? No, National Treasure <laughs> one was a great movie. I'm. I the second I, one. See, I think the better. I don't see. I I don't even remember the second one. So maybe you're right. Maybe you're I was, right. I, I was gonna say the Shrek series. Oh my god! Like Shrek three, four, five were just like what? yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> what have you done? What? Yeah, what milked cow is out in that field, man? <laughs> but yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like with movies, I think it's kind of easier to say that. But with games, you do you think hope. it's different? Yeah. I think there's a hope. I feel like it's a little bit different because they're like, for instance, the development time is longer mm. in general. So I would king hope <laughs> that you have like, time th- to there figure. There are out. some games that are like there. I think if you look to the sports games, um, I know there's a lot of controversy over like oh it's the NBK series, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, or even like the WWE game series. Like they just make tweaks here and there and, oh, let's just slap on like the next year. I feel like most AAAs uh, tend to have improved sequels for the most part. Positive increase. Okay. All right. Yeah. Like I'm trying to think of, I mean, uh, it's such a huge subjective question, Mm -hmm. but to me, the easiest one for me right now is, oh, The Last of Us. The Last of Us was great. Last of Us Two was not very good in my opinion. Right, and I but mean, other other than that, I'm trying to think. Yeah, and then I, and just to slap I, onto I, that, I can't really think of any. Just to add on to that about the reviews, it's like for Last of Us, oh. the gameplay. I've heard like the gameplay is great because it's a the gameplay is better than the first, or like the scenery is better than the first. Like there's aspects of every of the game that are like like I've been reading, it's obviously better, mm. but then it's just the story bogs it down so much. Interesting. Yeah. So so I mean so it's just I think it really does come down to like when you review like <sighs> where was I going with this? I lost I now I lost my train of thought. Too. Is it <laughs> <laughs> It's it's been a day. Is it uh because like having those different facets be individually graded would that give like consumers a better idea helps. of what they're getting and therefore yeah. would reviews be more um uh, more valuable just valuable i would say yes but as you can tell with just how reviews have been changing over time obviously it's been moving away from that which kind of sucked mm. but it's really funny because it's like when uh jason mentioned that and then when you guys are talking about it, i'm like well i've seen it on steam a lot of times when i look at the review yeah. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. you look down and it's like oh these guys are like fucking saints thank god they broke down like this is how it would gameplay this is how it would rate like the sound. Right. This is how yeah, would people rate, like, like, I was like have paragraphs was like, wow. like sectioned off by dash. Yeah, I know exactly. And then what even you're they, about. even their TLDRs are like here, like it's a, it's like based on like good, good, okay, great, mm-hmm. right? For instance, and it's like oh, these check boxes check off like oh, this is what this game is. Oh, this is how it rate this. Now here's my paragraph <laughs> of how everything goes. Yep. So I mean, then I, I think that's just how people want to consume reviews and. Even then, at the end of the day, I think reviews are just meant to like help purchase. Mm. I I think it looks I right think. though. I think I 
Because something uh, Alana mentioned in her video also was most, I, th I think it, I might be mixing up my sources, but she said something about most people are just buying like AAA games, right? Yeah. That was yeah. in that? Okay, right. yeah. And I kind of like, I get, uh, I kind of realized that, oh, maybe I'm not the average game. Because cause I, I no. buy like a bunch of indie games and it, like, I think we all do. We're all like more invested than the average person i was gonna say, I would say, I was gonna say the yeah. average yeah. Anything I, we like, are definitely we not are, average yeah um, like anyone for variety to and so i guess it's just like a wake up or, or, or i don't know i don't want to say wake up but a, uh, no, a reality it, it, check it, where it's like yeah it's a reality check yeah because we're in like our own space and you're like oh i paid attention to all these reviews and all yeah that. someone's like oh I, I just bought it because i heard it was good yeah 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 or like i heard the last one, so why not i was gonna say Shout outs to ACH. Um, he's one of the YouTubes I watch who does the more um, unorthodox reviews. Mm -hmm. And his scoring system is basically um, buy, buy on oh, sale, yeah. wait, rent, or don't buy. Yes, this and guy. I think oh that's so much more informed. Partly, he does do those really in-depth 20, 25-minute long game reviews. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it's... But, um, I think the number system, I think, is just too, um, it's too static. It doesn't really get into the game. Mm. Like, because you can, you can have, you could have, like, a six game, but the gameplay itself is really fun. Um, I, I for, for example, I'm going to use this as an example. Um, do you guys know the game Dwarf Fortress? Yes. No. Okay. Um, when you get a chance, Harrison, just Google image Dwarf Fortress. Um, it's one of those games where gameplay, I think, for a lot of people, hits that 10. Mm -hmm. uh, but visually, uh, it's like a <laughs> 2. Yeah. Uh, um, um, unless you can really get into, like, ASCII characters, Dwarf Fortress will never, ever uh, be your game. Yeah. God. Like, the people <laughs> who enjoy Dwarf Fortress enjoy the heck out of it. Like, Yeah, they're, they're like thousands of hours. Yeah. yeah. And then, I, I don't think you can really accurately encapsulate what Dwarf Fortress is with a number. No. I think you need to break down you do. why exactly the game is really fun. But I guess that's the other part of who's going to play this. Like, how do you hear about this game, right? Because mm. I've never yeah. heard of this game until now. But Yeah, I guess it's, it is like, maybe if I picked like a different AAA game. Maybe, yeah. Um, but But yeah, like... I, I guess I'm just trying to get the point of like, I think the the numerical system just it doesn't capture it, it's it's not enough. Yeah, it doesn't capture it's it's too it's too binary. Yeah. That's too binary. Too binary. Yeah, I guess that's what it, it's funny because if you really think about it, when you say like, oh, this is a buy, this is not a buy, that's technically binary too. It is a binary, but like, but fuck off, right? <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a counter argument for everything we're there saying. There is, no, it yeah. is. Because because also in the numbering system, they they give it a number, but they also give these are the reasons why it's this number. Yeah, yeah. So. I think at the I think what really what I want reviews to go back to, or at least okay. So I can I I I consume video just because it helps me. Like I can have it in the background and I'll listen and I'll watch mm -hmm. while I'm doing. Because I have to fucking. That's my pro. That's my own fucking problem. But, um, if I read if I read reviews, yeah, obviously it'd probably be better. But 
me, I kind of wish when someone does a video review, it would kind of delve more or the bigger, I guess, bigger companies, but that doesn't even matter because now there's so many YouTube reviewers that you'll find it. There's like guys that do that. Yeah. Like ACH. So I'm, I'm going to move away from last of us two for just a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. Go for it. Um, (laughs) So, um, something we didn't mention before. I'm personally just laughing because I think it's funny that Cyberpunk 2077 got delayed again. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Um, what is it, November now? When- yeah, it's in November. Yeah. It's, uh, it's just like their their entire marketing scheme at the beginning was it's out when it's ready, and it's clearly not ready. <laughs> um, so I, I get a little bit of sick, sick laugh out of that, partly because I don't really like CD Projekt Red for their business practices, but um, I, I'm just like taking our same conversation of, like reviews and review embargo, um, and putting it on Cyberpunk. I uh, feel like we're gonna see the same kind of conversations again. Like, imagine like we get two week early reviews from Cyberpunk, and it's just like a seven. Mm. Like it's just kind of like yeah, it's 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 all right, because it's CD Projekt Red kind of has that following of people buy our games because they like us. And if you're going to call the masterpiece that is Cyberpunk an average game, like, review, like, Git's going to get review bombed and blah, blah. People get death threats. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I wouldn't be surprised. The amount of hype that is behind it, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it comes out and somebody <laughs> reviews it as, like, a seven or... Yeah, it's yeah. Just like it's, and it's I an guess okay. objectively, I don't have a hate boner like Luke does for this. So I'm like, if it's a seven, I, it's cool. It's not I don't think it would be as bad. It's, like, oh, no, no, seven's not I bad do, at I, all. I will but. not. No, I, I was just gonna say, I think the backlash to this makes way more sense because it's like, oh, it's a ten, but why the fuck is it a ten? But if it's a seven, I'm like, well, okay, if it's a seven, then CD Projekt Red didn't do something right. What if it got like a four? Then it probably yeah, maybe <laughs> something. I I kind of go with like if it got reviewed and if it's like the general consensus kind of says that, then maybe. But I guess the other argument—that's the whole argument—is is like, well, why is it? Why is this game a ten? And if the general population does not agree, here's something. So it's always- that I want to say: you should never like getting mad that a critic reviewed a game <laughs> and you don't agree no, with you it. Should not. No. That Jesus, you need to. Step you outside. Out, yeah. out. I need some air. Yeah, like, like you're. It's, it's. Watch, watch, watch. Anyone like listens to our shit is like, wow, these guys are fucking shit. Don't fucking like they start reviewing us. Well, it's like, like <laughs> it's partly like some people put so much stake in yeah. just like, I'm a gamer. I like this game because it's the best. And like, how dare are, are you say? If you insult the game, you're insulting me. And they just some people just take it way too yeah. far, but. Yeah. yeah, don't don't send death threats to people who just like don't fucking don't agree with you. That's bananas. Oh, then the flip side could be like, oh, how dare they make my this game I was so interested in so bad? Oh wait, <laughs> yeah. Someone could like take Legend of Dragoon and just break it in front of me and be like, hey man, if you didn't like it, that's that's on you, man. <laughs> yeah, it's the best game to me, but I don't really care. 
Yeah. Like, people are entitled to their opinions. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, it it <sighs> seems so wild that a, a review person would be afraid of the audience, like, backlash. Yeah. Well, especially, I mean, like, we even talked about this before the podcast. Ian and I were like, things have gotten so split into, like, us against them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it just feels that, like, oh, the game is good or the game is bad. There's no in-between. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just like, yeah, I think that just goes for everything, and that's just that just sucks. But I think just to like round it out, I think at the end of the day, reviews are like I think it's a good source, but I don't think you should like bet everything on that. And it's it's definitely a it. good like supplement. Yeah, but but you should never take any review. I think at face value, you should definitely yeah, like yeah. Obviously, if you use reviews, like look at the review. Compare it to other reviews and like do your own research. Yeah, and then, and then I think the other important thing is like, don't just I I don't think you should only revive. Like I'm in the proponent of like, what if a game is fun to you, then just play it. And if you think it's fun, cool. I I think that's fine. You may be wrong on certain things. Yeah, that's like, you know what like, what you have fun with is fine with me. <laughs> just do your research, everybody. Yeah. I mean, just don't be like a shitty person and like fucking wreck someone else's. Like, no, fuck, <laughs> fuck that guy. Yeah, you can. But, I think you could probably. I I bet you could spend twenty minutes on like if you have a game in mind that you're interested in, you could spend twenty minutes to figure it out. You can. You could like. Yeah. That's probably but all. You know it what's great? Take. I was gonna say. You know what's also great? It's like the return of like fucking demos. What? Like if you like some games are not, like. Oh I, yeah. I say this just because. I like, see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can just try it out for a bit if you don't fucking like it. That's know. very true. Fuck. Yeah, didn't uh Final Fantasy fifteen had a demo? You had seven. seven did, the seven, seven did. remake did. Yeah, it. seven. I played like it's, two minutes I, and I was like, all right, I'm buying this. I remember reading some article that it's it's semi related that it turns out that people who actually play demos of games are less likely to buy games. Really? Yeah. Or like and they I become less interested in actually buying the game because they actually get to try it. They actually get a feel for it. Versus like, oh, I don't have to pay. It's like, oh, I'm definitely not going to pay like 60 bucks for this. Oh, so but so is it like the, they wait, is it, is, so is it like, they find out the game's bad and they don't want to. I mean, or they there's no like real it, like reasoning or causation, but it was just some stat that like with games that have demos, there is a notable, notably less number of people who buy the game after playing that's for, for variety of reasons i don't know but that's an, it was just it was just fun to me because harrison talked about uh, demos <laughs> that's yeah. interesting but, i i, yeah, I guess it makes sense. i don't know that's that uh, huh. <laughs> that's the science in it, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's that that needs that a degree one. in statistics <laughs> so. yeah but i guess any last thoughts on Reviews or last comments? I think we're. This is like yeah, we're, we're about wrapping. Yeah. Like that's a good. I think. Yeah. Like I mean, s- summing it up, do your research. Don't take reviews at face value. Don't send people death threats <laughs> if they disagree with you. Uh, stop sexually harassing people. That's bad, <laughs> yeah. Obviously. Be a f- definitely rounding. Be a human uh, being. This, this is. It's what they. It's what they. Uh, they always drill this into you when you're like doing substitute teacher work or like you're a teacher like if you see something reported uh-huh. 
So like mm. if you know someone's being like sexually harassed, help them out. If you know someone who is the sexual harassy, beat them up and then report them. <laughs> St- as long as you feel people. like you can take them. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think that's all we got. Yeah. Let's any last words, Ian? Uh, yeah, just just be human. The the only way we're gonna move forward is to get sunshine. And- oh hell yeah! The, I'm gonna take the message of Last of Us Two. Revenge is bad, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> don't hell don't yeah. do it. Yep. God. Uh, All right. Hit him. Hit him with the socials. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, you can tweet. Honestly, just you can tweet us at like. Twitter. Oh my god, I can't talk right now. I like all that. But you can tweet us at tweet us any topic suggestions that would help out or any questions at uh, SuperBossPod on Twitter or even just email us at SuperBossFeedback at gmail.com. If you want to keep up to date and just listen to our old stuff, you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple. Um, you can even go on our YouTube. We have YouTube. We're trying to get all our, all our episodes up slowly. <laughs> uh even just like follow us on facebook instagram mostly honestly if you want to reach us probably do twitter gmail or facebook uh, but other than that yeah just please let us know how we're doing and uh thanks again for tuning in yeah all right guys you guys have a good one all right <laughs> we'll see you guys next time all right bye